And just as God brought low every other nation, he will cut down in power all who have broken his laws, who have overlooked others around them. Should we, dare we say, come Lord Jesus as judge? Probably not. Except Isaiah prophesies an altogether different kind of judge. The following is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. December 4th, 2022. Isaiah 11, 1-10. You've probably seen those TV courtroom shows. You know, the ones where they have a real judge in front of a, a court case sentencing the verdict on TV. Those can be quite interesting, especially if the judge has an interesting character. Sometimes the judge is someone who's really witty or maybe kind of stern or sometimes humorous. And the stern judge will sometimes come across on the defendant as they're pleading their case, putting them in their place because they had no respect for the process of the law or from sometimes even the courtroom for that matter. On the other hand, sometimes you'll see the judge showing a side that is a little bit different. Maybe they'll show a, a little bit of leeway for someone that just really hit some hard times and is, is really needing a break. I saw that was the case on a clip that I saw recently. You see, there was a woman who had ran across a red light, a pretty serious violation, but the judge was willing to listen and consider her case. And upon further investigation, the judge found out that this woman was working hard as a medical student and she was working during the day in class and then doing a job after class until late at night. And she was caught breaking this traffic law as she went through a red light and the judge found out it was late at night when there was really no, not a single other car within any area nearby. Sure enough, the, the woman was caught on camera. Everybody knew she was guilty, and yet the judge was still willing to consider her circumstance. Further, he noted that she was a medical student who was getting all A's in her classes. So in light of her being a, a model citizen and, and working so hard, the judge decided to give her a little bit of a break. And so he congratulated her on being a, a model citizen in so many ways and pardoned her for her traffic violation. I think most viewers saw this as a happy outcome. And it kind of appeared like this woman was holding back tears as she expressed thanks to the judge for allowing her to get away with this crime or this violation. What kind of a appearance would you expect as you appear before a judge? Would you expect to find the judge like that? Or maybe you'd look and fear a stern judge as you enter the courtroom. See, the, the ruler and judge of all doesn't allow sin or let it simply slide. So what should we expect as we anticipate the date that all of us have pending, our appearance in his courtroom, the judge and ruler of all? Well, today as we look at Isaiah chapter 11, we see just how we can say, along with all believers, 
Come, Lord Jesus, as judge. See, the, the people in Isaiah's time were longing for justice and mercy. The nation of Assyria had come and had really totally cut them down to the point where the nation of Israel was gone. And now the southern nation of Judah was merely just a, a leveled stump. It was decimated. And the Assyrians were ready to completely cut off the line of the kings of David and put an end to them once and for all. Only God had foretold through Isaiah that he wouldn't allow that to happen just yet. In fact, God would level off the Assyrians and bring them down. God says here at the end of chapter 10, See, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will lop off the bogs with great power. The lofty trees will be felled. The tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. That powerful and proud nation of Assyria would be felled by the axe, by the powerful one and the powerful of felling of the Lord. This is how God acts and responds. He had brought low Israel and felled it because of its pride. He also had now brought low the nation of Judah and Jerusalem because of their pride, and he would also bring down the Assyrians in their great pride. God does this to every nation. He's done it throughout history. We see how the nation that followed the Persians fell. The Greeks would expand to an enormous empire, and yet they too would fall at the hands of the Romans. The Romans would rise to great heights and expanse of empire for many centuries, but they too, you can go look, their ancient cities lie in ruin, and you can tour their decimated towns and what's left. Nation after nation is felled by the Lord because of their pride, and it will happen to every nation including your enemies and your own nation. And it's not just nations that God's in the business of felling. It is every proud heart. Consider the exploitation that takes place all around the world today of the lowly and the downtrodden. God will bring justice to the proud. There's a controversy today as the nation of Qatar is hosting the World Cup but they mistreat hundreds of thousands of people in their nation, including many migrant workers who are oppressed, lowly, and poor. And it's not just nations. There are wealthy, powerful individuals and people who oppress many others. And it's sad when you consider how many people are working in mines or child laborers are working in factories, and those children and really slave workers are working in terrible conditions also that the minerals and the power can be found for others. And we lawn and, and say, come Lord Jesus as judge, as we see the downtrodden and the oppressed of this world. But the oppression goes further. We have to also examine our own pending court date before the judge. For all the times where we were proud or we overlooked those who were downtrodden among us, God's not going to give us a free pass simply because we had good grades or because we gave a meager handout to the people of this world around us. No, he's seen. His courtroom sees all. And he's noticed every time we've overlooked the downtrodden among us. We might be able to point our fingers at 
the celebrities who have a good life and who overlooked the, the life of the hardworking coal miner. But, but what about our life and our heart? God cuts down the proud. And just as he did for the Assyrians and felled them, and just as God brought low every other nation, he will cut down in power all who have broken his laws, who have overlooked others around them. Should we, dare we say, come Lord Jesus as judge? Probably not. Except Isaiah prophesies an altogether different kind of judge. One who is different from every other judge we've known. First of all, he says here at the start of chapter 11, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. You see, Judah and Jerusalem were brought low, kind of like a, a stump that was all that remained. And as when you see a, a forest fire or a logging project go through an area, it levels everything. And here, the prophecy is, there would be one who would come from the fallen, the nearly fallen line of King David, a shoot, a branch, much like those branches spring up out of that fallen stump. And it describes that branch that would come as a judge, but one who is very different from many that we've known. It's one who will bring us what we need. Not what we deserve, but will bring us what we need. And will bring peace and order to this world of the downtrodden and the poor, those who are held under the tyranny of Satan, will be lifted up. He says, The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. You see, Jesus, when, when he comes as judge, is prophesied to come with the spirit of the Lord on him. Jesus, who was born of the Virgin Mary, came of this line of Jesse. As David came from the humble family of Jesse, so David's son would come from humble origins. Mary of the line of David, and also his stepfather Joseph of the line of David, heard of this one who would come, who would take his place on David's throne. And when Jesus, the son of Mary, the son of David came, he proclaimed himself saying, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me and he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, freedom for the prisoners. Jesus said that he fulfilled this prophecy of Isaiah as the Holy Spirit anointed him. And according to both his human and divine nature, the Son of God came to this world to fulfill this prophecy of the perfect one who would come. And Jesus had all these characteristics that we see described here. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, fear of the Lord. You see, for all the times that we could not live under the perfect and holy standards of our God and in his kingdom, Jesus perfectly kept the Father's will. In perfect wisdom, he saw. In perfect understanding, he knew. And not only did he know God's will, he delighted in keeping the Lord's commands. He delighted in following the commands of his Father as he lived perfectly in our place. But he didn't just come to be the perfect citizen. 
he also came as judge. And as he sits on David's throne, it says, he will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions to the poor of the earth. Are you concerned about the exploited? Are you concerned about the lowly? Are you concerned about those held under Satan's tyranny and struggle under the weight of sin and evil? This judge will make everything right. And at, you, at first you might think, well, he doesn't judge with his ears or eyes. Don't we want a judge who, who sees and who acts according to what he hears and, and observes? Well, this judge is unlike any other judge. He doesn't need his ears. He's not limited by what he hears or by what he sees. In a sense, justice is blind. He doesn't show favoritism. But Isaiah's point here isn't that Jesus as judge won't hear or see. No, his point is Jesus doesn't need the limitations of a judge of this world, his ears and eyes. He judges with righteousness. This holy Son of God comes as perfect judge. He knows and sees. He understands everything that happens. He doesn't need a traffic camera to point out what has happened and the injustice of this world. Jesus will know, and he will bring justice. He will give decisions for those who are oppressed and poor. And Jesus, when he came to this world, proclaimed, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. And he said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Do you long for righteousness? Jesus won't make a mistake as judge. He will bring perfect righteousness. And at first you might wonder, where does that leave me? But remember, he came to live in righteousness. And unlike any other judge, he gives us his righteousness and provides the righteousness that we need. He's not a judge who dismisses Ron, but who fulfills the law and gives us the pass, forgiveness and pardon. And as far as the tyranny and evil, those who do not trust in him, and as far as the devil and all the evil that works against God and that oppresses he says, he will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. With his powerful word, Jesus, our omniscient judge, knows all, and he is also omnipotent and all-powerful, and he puts down all evil. Jesus conquered all evil, and he won the victory by rising from the grave. And by the word of his mouth, by his powerful word, he declares the devil defeated and he has won. And his verdict stands of righteousness for us. Righteousness which he won for us. It says righteousness will be his belt. Faithfulness, the sash around his waist. Our judge will not fail us. But with perfect faithfulness and holiness, he comes to judge and to bring us his peace. Listen to the peace he describes for his kingdom when he comes to bring his verdict and his reign. It's a peace that you could never picture in this world. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together, and the little child will lead them. The depiction of the kingdom of Christ is one of perfect harmony. He pictures, if you can picture this, the fiercest predator 
together with the most gentle and domesticated of creatures, and they get along. And the lion eats chaff like the ox and straw, or the lion eats straw like the ox. And picture a, a little infant, a, a helpless little infant, crawling near the cobra's den, but they're not hurt. And picture a young child leading them with the lion and the leopard and the bear and the cow. It's a place where there is neither any harm or pain. Because as it says, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. All creation and all creatures in God's new and eternal kingdom will know the Lord. And they too, like their king, will be filled with delight to serve their king, Christ. This is when all evil and exploitation will end. And this eternal kingdom, when we rise to live with our King Christ, will hear the verdict of our judge, righteousness and peace will reign forever. And so we, we can say with all nations, come Lord Jesus. As he closes this section by saying, in that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. This is already being fulfilled as people all around the world are rallying to Christ, the root of Jesse and the banner of Jesse, the one who is our judge and who proclaims righteousness for his people and who puts down all evil and restores peace for us. He won that peace for us as he paid the penalty for us in our place. What kind of judge is this? He declares us prisoners freed from our sentence. He is a judge, unlike any other judge. He is our perfect king. And as all nations have rallied to him, we join with the church throughout history as we say, come, come, Emmanuel. O come, O come, root of Jesse, free your own from Satan's tyranny. From depths of hell your people save and bring them victory over the grave. So we join together knowing what kind of judge we have and knowing his character of righteousness and justice. And we say, come, come Lord Jesus, root of Jesse as judge.